Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Back to the X Zone, everyone. To all the network affiliates that are just joining the Talkstar Radio Network now, welcome, everyone. In the first hour, we had Dr. Jason Rand. In the second hour, we had Pastor Harry talking about the Bible Code and what may have averted that massive uh, terrorist attack that he had been talking about that was predicted in the Bible Code of being uh, done this morning, 6608. Uh, before noontime. Nothing happened, thank heavens. But he did uh, to say that the Bible Code is showing that the um, that there will be a war in the Middle East and that Iran will go into war with Israel, uh, which will bring the United States into the uh, global conflict. He also predicted uh, that Obama, Senator Obama would be assassinated before he became president. So these are, uh, you know, these are quite heavy things to put across to the public, and we'll be able, we'll be monitoring them very closely. Today is, uh, let me see. Well, it depends on where you are in the states. Let's go with uh, today's date being Friday, the sixth of June. The Revolutionary War hero Nathan Hale was born on this date in 1775. He's best known for his words, "I only regret, 
I have but one life to give to my country, for my country. Uh, they weren't his last words, however. Uh, those were spoken when he turned to his attorney and said, You're fired! On the state in 1833, President Andrew Johnson became the first American president to ride on a train, making him one of the few presidents to stay on track. <coughs> Can't believe I said that, but I did. In 1844, the YMCA was founded in London. Needless to say, the London Village people were very excited. On the state in 1850, Levi Strauss made his first pair of blue jeans. Uh, the pants became so popular, they inspired the denim song. You've heard the denim song right before, no? This is, uh, you know, it's sung to the theme of the Pink Panther. Denim, 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 okay. 1882, the electric iron was invented. What they wanted to invent was a golf club you could plug in. Why? That's beyond me. On the state in 1884, the YMCA was founded by a cop, construction worker, an Indian and a cowboy, I'm pretty sure. The very first drive-in movie theater opened up on this date in 1933. Remember, if it wasn't for drive-in, the rear-view defogger would never have been invented. And let me see. D-Day was 63 years ago today, in appreciation for the invasion that saved their country. The French made a point of always hating us less than the Germans. And today is... Remember the little girl in the TV show, My Two Dads, or Dana from Step by Step? Actress Stacey Keenan turns 33 today. Uh, let me see. Harvey Firestein is 53. He's the guy who sounded uh, like the he just gargled with gravel. Yeah, like B. Arthur with a cold. And let me see. Wow, here's a name from the past. Dwight Twilly turns 57 today. And the Dalai Lama celebrates his 73rd birthday today as well. When we come back from the two-minute commercial break, I'll be joined by Mariah Vedston. We're going to be talking about her very uh, strange progression from... Oh, we'll talk about it when we come back. You want to hear this interview. It's going to be a great hour explanation. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon from sweltering Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, where the air conditioning in the studios blew up today. Hopefully, we'll get them fixed tomorrow, if not Sunday, if not Monday. I'm going to bring a big bag of ice to work and put it in front of the fan here in the studio. We'll be back on the other side of this two-minute break as the Exxon continues right here on the Talk Star Radio Network. Whatever you do. Don't go away. My next guest is Mariah Vestin. 
And um, she has written two books. Um, she's written them since 2004. She has an MA in adult education. She is a compassionate, nonviolent communication trainer, a life coach, a columnist for Seattle's active singles life, a landlady with six rumors, a mom and grandmom, a person who loves foreign travel, dancing, festivals, new experiences, nonfiction books, learning, and daily pleasures. Now, she is the author of Pleasures and Ponderings from None to Nudist to Now. And Divine Right In, I'm sorry, Diving Right In, Reflection of Life's Adventures. And Mariah, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Hello. I, I must tell you, uh, you, 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 the title of your book intrigued me. You know, from, uh, let me see, Pleasures and Ponderings, from None to Nudist to Now. So, I, so that leads to my first question. Now, how did you go from being an authority-ridden Iowa Catholic farm girl to a free-spirited nudist who at one time was a nun? It was a long journey. Um, <laughs> when I was in a Catholic high school, the nuns told me if I thought I had a vocation and I didn't follow it, I would never be happy. Well, I was a good girl, did everything my parents said and so forth, so I thought that must be who God wanted for a nun. I went into the convent, and at the end of the year, the Mother General talked to each of us, and she said, are you happy? And I said, well, I'm not happy, but I'm satisfied. And she said, that's not enough for a bride of the Lord. So I basically got booted, which, on retrospect, was the best thing that could ever have happened to me. I still wasn't a free spirit yet for quite a while. I was a virgin when I got married at 26, because I had to be, I still thought. Uh, but when I went to a retreat with a Catholic priest, he said, if the only reason you go to Mass on Sunday is because of mortal sin, you shouldn't be going. And it was like, whoa, here's an authority figure telling me it's okay to do what feels good to me. So that's how it started. And um, probably didn't become a free spirit till I was in my early 30s, where I finally uh, got rid of a lot of that uh, authority-ridden stuff and became my own person. Now, were you a real nun, or were you a nun in training? I was a nun in training, a postulant for a year. The next step would have been a, a novice. Oh, okay, so you kind of kicked the habit before you got into the habit. Cute, yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was worth a shot. <laughs> you know what? I'm laughing, but my I have a aunt who is a gray nun. She is a nun in the order of the gray nuns. And my other aunt, who passed away, was a mother superior. Ah. So, and you should hear the nun jokes that they used to tell. Oh, really? Oh, sense of humors. Sense of humors. Uh-huh. Now, um, what are some of the unusual things that you've done that have given you pleasure? Well, one time I was in a Safeway store, and my daughter, who was about 12 at the time, said, Mom, that guy over there is dancing. And then I heard the music, and nobody else was in the aisle, so I started dancing. My daughter quickly left. Uh, but that was fun. Another thing I did was have a chocolate pudding eating contest at my home, and there was no silverware. So we did it just with our mouths. Another thing I did that was great fun, I went to a local street festival, and I had a, a roll of tickets, and I'd go up to people, and I'd say, I was dressed as a clown, I'd say, here's your free tickets, and they would beam and say, well, thank you, what are they for? And I said real innocently, well, nothing, they're just free tickets. I had such a good time. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Now, now here's a question I'm sure you get asked on a daily basis. Um, what do you enjoy about nudity? 
I feel very free without any clothes on. It's like I don't have to put on any airs. I don't have to uh, primp and spend lots of time in front of the mirror because I'm just who I am and everybody else there is just who they are. I feel very open, very free, uh, very expressive. So where do you pursue your nudity? Do you pursue it at home or do you go to uh, areas that are dedicated for those who like to bear the buff? <laughs> the latter. Uh, at home I have six rumors and often, uh, I've been doing this uh, since 1985, often one or two or three of the people don't feel that comfortable, otherwise I certainly would. No, there's a, a nudist place called Fraternity Snoqualmie in Issaquah, which is about uh, 30 miles away from Seattle. So mm -hmm. I've gone there and I've gone to Sultan. Uh, and when I was in California, that was the first time I did it many, many years ago. I was scared when I first went out, but nobody pays any attention. It's just so natural and so taken for granted. You just see each other as uh, regular people. You just see each other in more ways than one. Uh, how did you feel? And what was your inspiration to become a nudist? Uh, mainly, I love new experiences. I want to see and smell and taste everything that there is to, to uh, try out. And so I'd heard about that, and I thought, well, I'm down here in California. Uh -huh. uh, why not? Nobody will know me anyway. So I just uh, took it upon myself and went in there and uh, took my clothes off and was scared. But then when I noticed nobody was sitting there gawking, uh, I thought, Hey, this this is cool. I like this. Now you you've you've also have developed eleven guidelines for pursuing pleasure. Could you tell us what they are? I could. Um, I'll just say the sentence. There's a paragraph about each. But uh, number one, grab your pleasure when and where it shows up. Number two, when you see something you want, ask for it. Number and that's not three, at gunpoint. Pardon me. And I said you don't ask for it at gunpoint. Uh, correct. Yeah. Uh, number three, go for what you can have when you can't have it all. Okay. Number four, get, get out of your serious adult and into your playful child every chance you get. Uh, five, take pride in what does work for you instead of putting yourself down for your limitations. Number six, plan for and insist on breaks or rest to make the demanding times less stressful. Number seven, don't limit yourself by another's belief on what is enough. Go back life seconds. Number eight, don't make snap judgments about people or places. Number nine, tune into the little things. Ten, do whatever it takes to figure out what fulfills you and then give yourself over to it. And eleven, when you experience bliss wherever you are, embrace it. Well, they, that, they are very basic and yet very well put. Well, and it's nice having a list because sometimes you feel like there's nothing to feel good about. And if yeah. you look at three or ten of them and so forth, oh, well, I could do that even though nothing else seems to, to be open to me right now. Why do you think people today, um, Mariah, seem, it, seem to have so much trouble just making making it through the day and they have a, a habit of dispelling things that, or, you know, dispelling events that they have actually caused, uh, hoping for the next guy to clear up their mess. So why, why do I think people do that? Yeah. I suspect they probably don't have real clarity about uh, what really matters. 
when I read a book recently called uh, Eat, Pray, Love, it talked about uh, each morning taking a few minutes, going inside, and then writing down, what do I really, really, really want? What fascinated me when I did that uh, was I thought it would be lots of things about doing things, and invariably it ended up uh, self-acceptance, uh, companionship, uh, uh, wonderful friends, uh so it was about things that were my being self. So I think a lot of times people are so tuned in to other people that they don't really listen to themselves and don't go inside and say, this is me. I don't need to, to listen to him and her. I need to listen to my own spirit. Mariah, what is compassionate communication about? Um, I've been teaching that for about five years, and it's based on Marshall Rosenberg's book, uh, Nonviolent Communication. Mm -hmm. And if any of your listeners would like to get a lot of resources on that, I would be delighted to pass that on. It basically says that everybody does everything they do to try to meet a need without exception. They don't always meet the need, and they certainly don't always meet it in, a, in the most useful and, and uh, helpful way. But if I believe that everybody does everything they do to meet a need, then when I get annoyed or irritated at them, if I can look inside and talk to them and say, gee, you sound really disappointed. Are you uh, trying to get more time and attention from me? Trying to guess what's going on that's mm -hmm. causing their uh, display with me. Now, what are a few of your favorite books? You know, because um, I... When people I, ask, I have when, a ton of them. I'm, I'm a real reader. So Loving What Is, which is uh, based on uh, Byron Katie's mm -hmm. thework.com, Nonviolent Communication, the book called Callings by Lavoie, which has a wonderful description of how to be the, the best person. And even though most of us know by my age what they want to do, it, it's very refreshing to see, oh, yeah, if I did a little, focused a little bit more on that, um, I could achieve this goal, too. Uh, Power of Now by Tolly, The Joy Diet, Friendship with God, Coaching Yourself to Success, those are uh, a few of the ones that I've really enjoyed. What are some of the questions you get asked when you go out and you uh, do speaking and you, book, and you do book signings? Um, are a lot of people shocked that you're... A past nun who is now a nudist? I think they find it intriguing, and some people, I suspect, probably make judgments and they get to feel right, uh, it, whether they are or not, mm -hmm. about the fact that nobody should do that. In fact, I was on another radio show the other day, and uh, there were three people on, and two of the people uh, were sort of chiding me for uh, being where there were children in nudity. And I said, you know, it's a lot more provocative on a beach with bikinis than it ever is in a, a nudist place because people aren't paying that much attention. Yeah, you notice, but you're not sitting there gawking. And I dare say with bikinis, there's a lot of gawking going on. You've noticed, huh? Yeah. All right, you and I have to take our commercial break for this hour. We have the news coming up. Mariah Vestens, our special guest, and her websites are www.pleasureandponderings.com. And for her Compassionate Communication and LifeWork Coaching, that website is www.communicationcoaching.net. Mariah and I will be back on the other side of this news break as the Axon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. 
the IRS $10,000 or more? Get ready for a toll-free number to Associated Tax Relief. Associated Tax Relief has helped others settle their tax debt with the IRS for mere pennies on the dollar. Associated Tax Relief's accountants, attorneys, and tax preparers are experts at negotiating with the IRS to settle your debt and put an end to the letters, wage garnishment, and hassles. In fact, the IRS is offering you a one-time opportunity to pay your tax debt for less than what you owe. You owe it to yourself to find out how you could save literally thousands of dollars on your tax debt by calling for a free consultation. There is absolutely no cost or obligation for this free tax consultation. Get the facts on how Associated Tax Relief can help you settle your debt with the IRS. Call now, 800-655-3298. Don't wait another minute. Call for your free consultation at 800-655-3298. That's 800-655-3298. Amethyst works with your guides, angels, and spirit animals to assist you in catalyzing your inner healer, clearing your psychic and spiritual debris, integrating your lost soul parts, illuminating your journey, energizing your spirit, opening your psychic senses, exercising your multidimensional gifts, activating your purpose, empowering your soul, validating your experiences, navigating life's transitions, guiding your process, awakening your spiritual essence, balancing your energies, tapping into the creative flow, realizing your dreams, visioning your destiny, dreaming your world into being, being who you really are. Amethyst is an Exxon iPod partner and can be visited online at www.answersfromyourangels.com or from your Exxon iPod by touching the Angels widget on the main screen. Amethyst. www. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. My name is Monza, and you're listening to my dad, Ron McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X-Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Seems like every other week you've got a meeting waiting there. Business must be booming or could something else be moving in the air up there? You say that it's important for our future and executive on his way up his Welcome back, everyone. Mariah Veston is our special guest. Uh, she is a compassionate communication uh, trainer, life coach, and columnist. 
Her websites are www.pleasuresandpondering.com. And for her compassionate communication and life coaching work, www.communicationcoaching.com. Dot net. I'm sorry. Dot net it is. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell me about your relationship with your friend with benefits. Yeah, I, I only even found out the, the meaning of that term about a year or so ago, to my surprise, after I was already involved in it. Uh, he and I were lovers about 20 years ago, and then we lost touch, and uh, we reconnected a couple years ago, and we both realized neither one of us was uh, in love with each other, didn't see each other as our uh, soulmate or anything like that, but we are very much friends and so forth, and we love each other and we share a lot of common values. And so uh, we see nothing wrong with getting together for all kinds of enjoyments. Uh, and we don't intend to marry, and we've made an agreement that if either one of us finds the soulmate, then we will no longer have the benefits. We will just keep the friendship. Okay. Um you, you said you'd offer a, 20, a free 20-minute telephone coaching uh, session on any area in which people want to make changes. Now, how do, how do they contact you to do that? They can either uh, go to the communicationcoaching.net and send me an email, but the quickest way would be either to call me at 206-938-8385 or to email Moria, and, and I didn't... Uh, correct your uh, pronunciation, it's Moria, like Gloria, M-O-R-E-A-H at Comcast.net. What do you most like about yourself? Um, I like how resourceful I am and how much I enjoy new experiences and new people and new events. I do a fair amount of travel. I sold my car 12 years ago. I decided back then that I'd much rather spend the money on travel, and I've been to a lot of different countries. So I like my resourcefulness. I love finding things on the Internet to share with other people, whether for health or personal growth or whatever. Uh, but I like that I'm my, my own self, that I am no longer that authority-ridden uh, kid. I've got a, an inner rebel every once in a while I hear saying, don't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. uh, but because I practice compassionate communication, I keep in mind that uh, if somebody's saying stuff I don't like, it's them trying to meet a need, and I take that into consideration. How would you describe what uh, compassionate communication is, and if you can give us some examples? Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was talking to uh, I was coaching a person uh, today who had gotten involved with another man while she was in a relationship with a person, and he was obviously very hurt and very angry. And so we practiced with each other, and I suggested that when he told her how angry he was and how hurt and so forth, that instead of getting defensive, uh, that she really try to connect with his feelings and needs. So what she might have said to him would be, um, sounds like you're very angry and very hurt because you really counted on me to be true to what we agreed with. And if a person feels heard and understood, uh, it makes it ever so much easier to go further with each other. Maybe they will never get together again, mm -hmm. but at least if he feels heard and if she feels heard because they're connecting with each other's feelings and needs, there's a chance to uh, keep the friendship, if nothing more. How do you deal with couples who 
are so far apart, yet they really believe in their hearts that they want to make it work. Uh, how could compassionate communication work for these people? I suspect if they're having a, a difficult time, it's because they're either keeping some things inside that uh, need to be aired or that they're afraid to rock the boat, and so they aren't willing to be open and honest and so forth. And it does take practice in a 20-minute uh, phone session or in a two-hour workshop. You're not going to change the habits of 20 or 50 years and so forth. But if you get into the habit of just that one word, connecting, you know, instead of correcting somebody yeah. to really try to connect. Do you think that there's too much pressure on the family units these days and that this is a major cause of concern? Um, I'm sure there is, you know, the, the expenses, even the, the one thing of the gas prices going up yeah. and so the fact that there's just so much time and so many people have expectations, uh, the child has his or her own needs and, and each of the partners has their own needs. And I suspect a, a lot of it is that we don't give ourselves permission to take time for ourselves. Uh, sometimes we're so involved in doing and being for somebody else because we think that's our job. And, yes, of course we want to do that. But if we're happy in ourselves, it's ever so much more likely that we can be giving uh, to somebody else. I think everybody should take time every day or every week, plenty of time for themselves, just with nobody else around, just to be in touch with themselves. What makes people suppress all their feelings for so long and then all of a sudden they'll say, geez, we need help or I need help. Is it better to to understand that when you when when these problems start arising that if you can't solve them yourself that you do need um, a, a communication person like yourself to come in and teach people how to communicate? Well either either a, a coach or a communication work or a therapist. I'm not a therapist and so if somebody was having really uh, deep emotional problems I would refer them to a therapist but what a coach does is to take them where they are and find out what they've tried so far, what's worked, what hasn't worked and focus on the future not on the past. Do you see mostly a young men or young women or is it right across the board? It's Pretty much across the board, I'm more likely to have uh, women as clients probably because they identify more with other women, and sometimes it's because they want to change jobs or they want to leave the uh, home as a homemaker and, and go out and start a new career, or it might be uh, relationship issues, it might be friend issues. Uh, and for me even, uh, Rob, I find the most important thing in my life is having support. An example was that uh, four years ago, no, yeah, four years ago, uh, before I started writing my book, I said to a friend, I've got a book in me, but it'll never happen because I need daily support. And she said, I'd be honored to do that. Every day for a year and a half, she sent me an email. It might be only a sentence or two, when's the next chapter, looking forward to seeing it. But that support got me going. I, I am unstoppable with support, and I think that's true for a lot of people that, if they are counting on someone else to be there with them and for them, you can do all kinds of things that you wouldn't be able to on your own comfortably. Hmm. Who would need uh, to to read your book? Uh, you know, on 
Um, I suspect people who uh, have a hard time really feeling comfortable mm-hmm. with uh, pleasing themselves. Okay. Because, uh, a- and the last part of the Pleasures and Ponderings is about a lot of ponderings, a lot of self-talk, self-questions. One of my favorite chapters was Change Your Questions, Change Your Life, because a lot of people say, why did that happen to me? You know, they, they bring out all the bad things and say, instead of saying something like, what can I do next that's going to make a difference in this field or that field? So even the questions we ask ourselves or ask other people really makes a difference in what we create in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now, your, your book that, that you've written, Pleasures and Ponderings, uh, From None to Nudist to Now, I was wondering if you could share some of the experiences that readers can can look forward to when reading your book. Okay. Um, one of the things called Surviving Savoring Sunday was just a regular Sunday when I really focused on pleasing myself with sitting out and having breakfast on the patio. I mean, some of them were very small things. Mm-hmm. Uh, some were a lot bigger things, like different times. I remember one called... called um, where is it right here? Uh, can't find the title of it right now, but it was about a Christmas day. I'd gotten together with my two kids on Christmas Eve, and I had Christmas Day to myself, and it felt like pure luxury. Nobody was expecting anything of me, and so I, I did several things both in the house and away from the house just to give myself pure uh, pleasure. Another time was talking about uh, clothes on the ground, sun on my skin. So that was an example of uh, enjoying the nudity and just enjoying the the free skin. Another one was about that incident with the nun, uh, from nun to nudist to now. There was a little essay on that because this is about 77 uh, essays. And it sort of explained the story that happened. And, I mean, I was so authority-ridden that when the postulants were asked to not talk while they were doing chores, mm-hmm. I understand why they were talking it made no sense to me I had internalized that so much and I think a lot of times we don't stop to question our beliefs or our values we just keep on with what we've always believed instead of reading books that open us to new ways of looking at it leftovers is another thing I get such a kick out of leftovers I probably starved to death in a former lifetime <laughs> or something because I, I love leftovers I love anytime somebody isn't going to use uh, the food that's in their fridge, they know to put it in my fridge because um, I will enjoy it thoroughly. Um, and, and then one of my sections in the book was uh, finding Mr. Wright again and again. I had thought I had found Mr. Wright, uh, and then uh, after several months' time when he found out that I didn't necessarily believe that everything in the Bible was the inspired Word of God, he took me home that night and would not respond to my calls or anything for several months. Several months later, we got together a couple times and realized it was pretty dead. But so, so my last chapter in there is the search is over. Well, second one was the search is over. I found him, and then the next one was, what if I don't uh, figure it out? Because I finished that chapter after I had uh, after he had split with me. So it's trying to be in touch with who I am and how I am. The next one is about family things. The next one is about if it's broke, fix it. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're happy and you know it, we've all heard that saying. And so I I wrote about that. I wrote about the comfort of completion, about being in clutter, clutter, chaos, uh, one thing at a time. Is it possible? Because I'm a person uh, whose strong suit is not being organized. My strong suit is 
uh, looking and going and doing and finding because I want to experience all those joys. Uh, another essay on support, another one on when is enough enough, another one is this all there is, another one on juggling my to-do list, um, uh, my own bedroom after 15 years. I sort of had my office and bedroom together in one very large room, and at one point I decided, hey, I, I want it separate and so forth. So it, just exploring a lot of the inner, inner experiences uh, that have happened and then figuring out was the last section, my 10-hour route from frustration to contentment, it just sort of went over a whole day where I, I went through a, a transformation just by being in touch and exploring it. Another one, what am I here for? Making a game of life, going for everything, expecting too much of myself, too little. Uh, so just a whole lot of, of self-reflection, uh, not putting myself down, not saying, God, why, why am I not sure. doing better, although I certainly have my moments, but just exploring. What would you like readers to leave with after reading your book? Um, I'd love them to uh, leave and say, hey, if she can do it, who had that kind of a childhood and who's her age right now, by gollies, I can too. Wow, mm -hmm. she danced Moni Moni out there on the street because she loves that song. Hey, maybe I could do this little thing. I'd love people to get more delight in, in the little things and give themselves permission, permission, permission. I can do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do this. Sounds like people are, are, are their own worst enemies at times. I think so, don't you? Sure do. I see it every day, people just sabotaging themselves. And, you know, I shake my head and say, oh, come on, come on, come on. There's, there's more to life than sabotaging everything you do. Yeah. Stand by. You and I have to take our final break. We will be back on the other side of this commercial set here on the Exxon. 1-877-528-8255 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. And if you'd like more information, visit www.pleasuresandponderings.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. And then the show is repeated in its entirety from 2 a.m. until 6 a.m. I'll be back on the other side as we continue from our very hot and humid offices in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates around the world. If you've got kids, chances are sooner or later you're going to need dental help. And when you do, I hope you'll remember 1995dental.com. 1995dental.com tells you how to save about 50% on braces for your kids, similar savings on other services. Because this isn't insurance, there is no waiting period, no exclusion, no claim forms to fill out. You get instant savings from tens of thousands of dentists coast to coast. Unlike a lot of insurance policies, this discount program covers cosmetic dentistry, bonding, and cleaning. For the individual, it's $11.95 a month. But for the entire family, everyone who lives under your roof, regardless of age or relationship, it's $19.95 a month. 
hence our name, 1995dental.com. Type in the numbers 1995, then the word dental.com. 1995dental.com will save you. This is Dan Hall from No More Waiting. The folks that get structured settlement holders, their money now. So right now, call us at 800-769-3498. Got an insurance settlement that's taking years to pay out, but you want your money now? No More Waiting is for you. You're in the third year of a 20-year settlement, but you want a new car or a new home now. No More Waiting is for you. Need to catch up on bills now? No More Waiting is for you. Call 800-769-3498. Want answers about your settlement payments now, no more waiting is for you. In fact, no more waiting has prepared a DVD chock full of information to help you get the most money for your settlement payments. Call today. It's free and there's no obligation. Call 800-769-3498. That's right. For your free DVD, just call 800-769-3498. For your free quote, your free DVD, and your path to financial... Everybody likes a celebration Happy music and conversation I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a blues Maria Feston is our special guest. Uh, her websites are www.pleasuresandponderings.com and if you'd like to find out about her life coaching or communication coaching, www.communicationcoaching.net. Mariah, Maria, what is your your biggest achievement so far? Your 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 biggest life achievement? Ah, what a good question. Ah. Probably that I have gotten as far as I have both uh, internally and externally peaceful and well and loving and beloved by many uh, people. Um, I have a lot of dear friends and stuff. Uh, I suspect that I am as content as I am that even though I would love to be more organized and that kind of thing, uh, that for the most part I feel peaceful and content and anticipatory about all the good things that are ahead of myself. If you would have stayed a nun, what kind of nun do you think you would have been? <laughs> That's so hard just to identify with that woman of uh, 40 years ago. Um, I would probably have been a very good nun because I knew nothing else at that time except obeying. Uh, that was all I knew. So I would probably have been very dutiful and efficient and all that kind of stuff. Um, I doubt that I would have had the, the joy that I have doing so many things that give me pleasure these days, but I would probably have been a good one. What would you like to tell our listeners about life in general before we have to say so long for tonight? Well, when, when I think that even the Dalai Lama said the purpose of life is to be happy, uh, that seems like a pretty good recommendation. And, and that's sort of what, what I'd like to put out to people, too, that if you find out what it would take to be happy, to feel fulfilled, take steps every day, even if it's five minutes of, of taking uh, an action that you wouldn't have thought of before. 
take a little risk, take a little uh, chance on uh, putting yourself out there for more pleasure for yourself, for more pleasure for other people. I mean, we all need to, to be loving and kind and compassionate about people, but by golly, we also need to give ourselves lots of pleasure and free time and space as much as we can. Children today are, 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 have been tossed into a world that is way too fast, way too complex, way too, too polluted, to name a few things. How do you think that children, or what advice would you have for parents who have children who are facing these challenges each and every day? Uh, to be able to sit down and really talk things out. I know uh, there's some great big gaps. Uh, even my granddaughter, who's just turning 13 this week and so forth, she lives in a world of, of cell phones and iTunes and all this kind of stuff that most people didn't know 10 years ago. And so having all the press uh, and all the... very uh, hard to uh, stay as centered. If people can take time to just... Moria, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. Moria Veston has been my guest this hour. www.pleasuresandponderings.com My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network. My producer tonight is the one and only Green Hornet. Green Hornet and I return on the other side of this news break as we continue on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon TV, and on shortwave.